Okay, high time now for our tune of the week. Come on, let's go. This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. We're online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Quick question before we jump into this awesome, this is going to be a great episode. It's going to be super educational and inspirational. Definitely. She is a leader in the music industry and a powerhouse. So excited to have her on the podcast. But first, have you always wondered how to join virtual conferences within the media industry, more specifically, even music to connect with professionals and learn more about music tech, artist management, and also fan engagement? Well, here with me is someone who has a very cool name, by the way, Kit Kat Fisher. That is her nickname. It is spectacular. (laughs) She is a recent Chapman grad who is working full-time at Finesse Media, which is a global music media company that started as an e-learning hip-hop platform that transitioned to the live event space with the fundamental goal of music education. They are devoted to helping find independent artists globally, as well as host weekend Saturday virtual events for complex topics that are hard to understand and grasp within the music industry. This is such a great platform, better than the typical daily textbook that you have to read for a class, and it has expanded, expanded, and, you know, expanded. And she is the general manager of the company, managing 11 women, artists, and interns. She is a professional fangirl turned professional. Now, let me introduce to you Kit Kat, a courageous leader to the podcast. Hey, Kit Kat, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule and super excited to hear more about your endeavors in the music industry, as well as what is Finesse Media. Hey, Forbes. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being on here. So you always knew you wanted to pursue music. In 2006, you sang and performed pop and rock songs. Did you have any singles, mm-hmm. EPs? Were you part of a band? Yeah, so I started off by singing and didn't get into writing until like 10 years later. So I don't have anything released, but I do have things just on my laptop that maybe will be released <laughs> if I want to go that route. Um, but I was in a band for about a year within i want to say 2018 through 2019 and we just did like ran covers for our university and it was fun um but i think at that point i was very much focused on trying to get my hands in the music industry rather than being the performer so i stopped performing around 2018 and really started honing in on my skill sets and getting experiences within the industry on the business side from there. And you also studied vocal performance and film in college. So what made you decide Mm -hmm. after taking film courses to transition into the music industry? Yeah, so I entered Chapman University 
as a vocal performance major and it was very classically oriented. So just a little bit more context to what we were talking about earlier, I started off by singing pop and rock around 2010, transitioned to the classical music and carried that through my university courses. And I knew that I loved singing, wanted to maintain just the techniques and just all like the nitty gritty of the performance side of things. Um, that said, I also loved filming. As a kid, I loved mm -hmm. making little music videos with my family. <laughs> I loved documenting things. And so I had a passion for it already. And within my skill sets and whatnot, and really trying to define what I wanted to do in the bigger picture, I had started off by looking into music supervision, actually. It was the first time that I saw that there could be a balance between music, film, um, business, creative sides. And so that was my initial taste of the music industry was going to pursue that. And just as I was going into it, realized that wasn't where my heart laid. And I was OK with that. Initially, you had a couple of internships in the music industry working mm -hmm. as a lead tour team coordinator where you develop a bunch of tours for different artists. So tell us about your experience there. And then also you had a PR internship as well. Yes. So like I said, I attended Chapman University and the conservatory I was in was very classically driven. And so a lot of these opportunities, I had to dig in and see what I could create for myself. And so I, in 2019, was looking for internship opportunities, and this was after I had already started exploring music supervision, had done some things and just didn't love, like I didn't have my passion in that as much. And so I used my university's portal for career opportunities, and that was when I found a couple internships, first as a lead tour team manager for an independent artist. With her, I coordinated three tours and all sorts of tours with her and was able to also develop a team of three, was really beginning to get dirty in the music industry for the first time. And it made me realize how much I loved team building, how much I loved event coordination, mm -hmm. and how I could take my skill sets outside of the industry and apply them within this space. I knew that I was detail oriented. I knew that I loved, again, creating community and creating those personal relationships. Mm -hmm. And it was a good balance between those. And a couple months later, around the same time period, I had been accepted as a PR intern for a punk rock um, agency out in Los mm -hmm. Angeles. And these internships happening together made me realize I want to continue community building. I want to continue event coordination and being the person that can bridge the fan to the artist and their team. And so that was really my focus for a few years. So after all of that in 2020, I was going to continue going into the live event space, continue that sort of fan engagement for a lack of better terms right now um and then the pandemic hit <laughs> so <laughs> had to take all of that and mm -hmm. uh turn it virtually you also are a leader in the sense that you co-founded nonprofit organization called musicians of color association on mm -hmm. your college campus so it kind of 
engages classical musicians with their fans, with uh, leaders who are passionate about this industry. And you kind mm-hmm. of took those skill sets from your internship into your current role at, as a leader. You plan all these events for finesse. You manage artists. So tell us about your experience creating a vibrant organization that helps independent artists from the ground up. For sure. So I think all in all, a big passion of mine is making music more accessible. And having this classical training and having been in that space for so long, going into the music industry and knowing what I like within the music industry, Mm -hmm. I saw that music for a lot of folks was not as accessible as it could or should be. Mm -hmm. And in in the heat of the pandemic there was a lot happening obviously the you know black lives matter was really um peaking at that time it became more of a global movement as well and i had friends in this space i'm half filipino myself and my friends and i had chatted and one person in particular was like kikat you know how to lead these sort of initiatives. I had done similar things for my mm-hmm. sorority Tridelta at the time. And not only that, but how can we continue working together to make music more accessible? And knowing that that's something that I'm really passionate about, that was when we had started exploring, well, what can we do to make it more accessible for the student body at Chapman? Yeah. And that was when we created Musicians of Color Association. It became more and more, it allowed me to realize not only is this concept of making your music more accessible within the classical area, I mean, that's such a big thing in and of itself, but but extending that in every like part of my life. Yeah, from there, we collaborated with students, we collaborated with um, speakers who resonated well with our vision for all of this and in 2021 around april may ish we hosted a dei summit diversity equity and inclusion summit um to spread music education awareness on Mm. how to make music industry or how to make music education and classical music more accessible to uh people of color and um we saw about 60 attendees we had some awesome folks from different areas of music. And so um, it was a great time for me to just really like return to my values and define what that was and paint a clear picture for myself on if this is how I see the overall music experience becoming, how can I continue directing that? And taking that with Finesse Media, I joined Finesse Media just a couple months later in January, 2021. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why I love Finesse Media is because we share these values of community. We see the folks that need to be platformed in order to really grow themselves and to have a spot in the music industry. Something I keep saying is, if it's not accessible for everyone yet, we're not trying to make a seat in the music industry. We're trying to flip the table so then these seats don't need to be paved by these folks. Yeah, you're kind of like the A&R scout when you were co-founding your organization on your university campus, helping lift these artists from the ground up rather than using like tools that we all know, like the DSPs, Bandcamp, Spotify. And tell Mm -hmm. us 
your manager as well now at Finesse Media. So tell us about your internship experience there. One of your hugest mentors is Alexi, and she's the CEO and founder of Finesse Media. So tell us about your experience working with her. What was it like to be an intern and then hired full time? Absolutely. So I was mentored by Alexi Rabadam, again, CEO and founder, as well as Justine Sade, who no longer is Finesse Media, but is doing incredible work at a marketing agency called Sapphire. And when I first went to Finesse Media, it was actually during their 2020 Entrepreneurship Summit. And they started off with a music supervision panel. And it was hosted and led by a woman of color. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a space for someone like me. I attended, I had my camera off, I was eating dinner, and then they called on me and they're like, introduce yourself. And I was like, oh, let me get ready for a second. Okay, camera on, <laughs> unmute. Hi, nice to meet you. And <laughs> after that evening, I had applied for the event coordination internship and luckily was onboarded in January 2021. During my experience in the internship, being mentored by both Justine and Alexi, I was really pushed in ways that I didn't know I could be pushed. At this time, my mind was still very much set on being a global tour manager. I wanted to not only bridge the gap between like fans and artists and behind the scenes, um, I also wanted to do that on an international scale and really get artists from all over the world to be heard. Um, so that was my intention heading in and they knew that. And within that space, they continued pushing me in ways that I didn't know I could be pushed. Mm -hmm. So I started off by just hosting events. I hosted about five to six events. I brought on people like wow. Doja Cat's tour manager, Ebony <laughs> Gentry. I brought on Fancy Bucks audio engineer, Michael Rowett. Um, who else? Just, oh, the president of Women in Music, Nicole Barcelona, the mm -hmm. founder of Girls Behind the Rock Show, Shelby Chargan, you know, a bunch of mm -hmm. really cool folks who inspired me in this space. Beyond the events, that was really my intention again, was just how can I continue building my name in that space? Mm -hmm. But beyond that, they also had me working on things that I didn't know I could do, like international brand partnerships for artists. Mm -hmm. And I was connecting with folks in Portugal, waking up at 4 a.m. to make <laughs> wow. sure that they can meet me at 7 a.m., <laughs> things like that. <laughs> and, um, And so within this space, my skill sets were being expanded upon and I didn't know that I could grow in this way. So not only was it a mentorship in the sense of like, hey, here's how you get where you want to be, but it was very much a, here's how you get where you want to be. And here's an mm -hmm. even bigger vision that you can fulfill for yourself. Once my internship ended, I had a conversation with Alexi and Justine around June, 2021. And it essentially was about 20 minutes and it went like, KitKat, you have shown that you have the ability to continue pushing yourself, right? Would you like to be hired on as an artist manager for our artist, Elsie, E-L.S-Y. And that is an Asian American woman who sings the sort of music that I love. Mm. So my mind went, absolutely, this is an <laughs> honor. Like, how is this possible? It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be fulfilling this mm -hmm. artist's vision. So working with Elsie as an artist manager, I've been able to 
learn more about the music business side of things that I didn't know as well. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to build contracts and how to negotiate, how to even just like develop an artist from the ground. Like what is her vision and how can I continue developing that with her mm-hmm. and making sure that she's protected in all spaces. Um, so it's been incredible working with her in every capacity. She's an incredible visionary to be, again, continued mentored by Alexi is incredible. And in August 2021, I had another conversation with Alexi. She hopped on the phone with me and she said, hey, how would you like to be our general manager as well? I said, yes. I had no idea what I was saying yes to at this point. <laughs> like I said yes before knowing the full expectations. Wow. <laughs> it's because I was so, I love this community. And I know mm-hmm. that there's ways that I can grow. There's ways that I can learn how to grow and grow mm-hmm. others as well. So from here being general manager, I oversee our current team of 11 women of color, which is being expanded as we hire right now. Wow. And I help coordinate every Saturday events. I get to really, I, I get to learn how to be a better manager, mm-hmm. whether that's me as an artist manager, me as, you know, this general manager, it allows me to develop my leadership skills and learn how I can use that in any room that I'm in. So it's been incredible being mentored <laughs> by Alexi, by Justine, and to know that I'm here today because they believed in me, and now I can continue sharing that same belief towards others. Yeah, especially at an evolutionizing tech and music startup, it's great to <laughs> have that mentorship and wisdom because sometimes at a big company, you don't get that because there's hundreds and not thousands of people there. Um, exactly. So it's great that you were able to form that relationship with a CEO, a rising mm-hmm. CEO who's doing great things in this industry. So tell us like a 30 second elevator pitch about Finesse Media. You do a lot. You manage artists, <laughs> you manage 11 mm-hmm. uh, women of color. You also um, are an artist manager for Elsie. And then mm-hmm. you also plan events on the weekend. So you do a lot of different hats. So tell us about Finesse, what its mission and vision is in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Finesse Media is a global music media company. And we started in January 2020 actually as an e-learning hip-hop platform mm-hmm. and transitioned into the live event space with the core being music business education for those who don't have access to it. Unfortunately, the first event was scheduled for March 18th, 2020 in New York City, of all places. So you can imagine things had to shift. And that was when (laughs) Alexi had made it all virtual. Since then, we've hosted weekly Saturday events to cover different areas of the music industry that are not always the easiest to understand because it is such a vast, complex, ever-changing industry. And it started off with literally her sitting with one other individual and a panelist to today now we see on average 100 people at every weekend event and even in december we hosted a music and tech summit within the metaverse the first ever of its kind and we saw 1600 folks attend that oh my gosh so you know we love being able to provide a platform and knowing that we're learning with our community Beyond that, like you said, we also have artist management. We also just recently opened up a community engagement agency. And so we like 
to do it all. And we see that people want to know the entire music industry and that we will continue trying our best to provide those resources to understand it. Wow, 1,600 people for a virtual event. That is crazy. I can't even imagine what it would be like in person. You guys should start charging (laughs) for these things. This is crazy and amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, and one of the reasons why we make it free is so then anyone and everyone can attend. That's That's wonderful. our biggest mission. So. And your team was also featured in Yahoo. What was that experience like seeing just a company that you've been growing with be featured mm-hmm. in Yahoo in the Music Business Association, um, which is a mm-hmm. nonprofit that educates others on the music industry? Yeah, it's been absolutely incredible. That was the first time that I had been published in a space like that. And to know that folks are seeing finesse media, they're seeing what we do and they're appreciating appreciating it to the point where they're like we need to share this even further Mm. it's a great feeling honestly and um i know when we were covered in yahoo we are also sponsored by vivo and chaotica eyeball Mm -hmm. uh, for this music and tech summit and that's why we were covered so it was great to know again that people see what we're doing believe in what we're doing and want to amplify that even further And what are your team's upcoming goals in terms of planning events? Um, I know COVID restrictions are kind of um, settling down, knock on wood. So are you planning any in-person events, virtual events? What are your team's upcoming goals? For sure. So we have a couple bigger goals. So one, we have a year's worth of virtual events prepared. Obviously, we would love to transition into live events and host a couple live events here and there as possible one of the great things about our team is that we're all over the world though so finding (laughs) one space is um to be is the goal so we'll see what happens right now we're still just preparing virtual events though just for again accessibility's sake Mm -hmm. two we're also expanding our music journalism team right now we do also cover artists around the world and it's awesome because our journalism team is also a global community Mm. we have folks from south africa folks from russia we're communicating with people from korea so (laughs) it's an incredible team that wants to continue again amplifying those international global connections so that's our next goal and our couple final goals are um with the community engagement agency to really get that going and rolling at a faster pace and Mm -hmm. connecting with folks that want to really hone in on their community engagement and just need to work with some others. We know we're good at that and we (laughs) want to support others within that space as well. And then finally, I would say just expanding our current team. Right now we're in the process of hiring more interns and it's so awesome to see who's applying to see their skill sets to know that we can continue pushing them further. Um, because within our internship, we I meet with them once a week at least for an hour each. And it's one-on-one to make sure that their projects and their goals are in alignment and pushes them in the direction that they want to be in. So for instance, when I was an intern, being mentored by Justine and Alexi and Bobbin and um, Tiffany Wade, different folks 
who are no longer part of Finesse Media right now, um, we had folks go into Sony for digital marketing. Mm-hmm. We had folks go into the live event space and cover live events now. So um, knowing that we can continue paying it forward is an awesome feeling. You mentor interns um, mm-hmm. at a whole nother level too, because you were just recently an intern not too long ago. So you can kind of relate to their shoes as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think one thing about being an intern, and I don't say this very often, but I also graduated about a year ago. So to be in a space where not only was I just an intern, but I'm also mentoring folks that were that I was in their shoes literally Mm -hmm. a year ago. (laughs) Um, I understand it. And I think one thing that's great about being in this space is that I'm constantly learning and I can pay it forward in that way. I can say, listen, I get it (laughs) a lot more than you may know. And here's what I've learned. And I want you to grow like even further and even Mm -hmm. quicker than I did. So here's what I know. Here's what I can provide. Now let's work together and see where we can push you to your next level. Um, so being an intern in literally a year ago to now being an artist manager and general manager has been a surreal feeling. I bet. Yeah. So what advice could you give to people in this music industry? You've worn a lot mm-hmm. of different hats, being an artist to start off a classically trained artist to mm-hmm. working in PR and in tour management. And now you're a general day to day manager for a music tech startup an evolutionizing Mm -hmm. startup. So what advice could you give to someone who's kind of getting their feet wet and narrowing down their goals? Yeah, I would say first and foremost, don't be afraid to try it all. I think one of the great things about this industry is that whatever you do, no matter what your background is, whatever skill sets you do build, you can transfer in some capacity. And since meeting a tour manager to now an artist manager and general manager, I learned how to develop a team within that space. And that was something that I could say, hey, this is a skill that I can transfer, you know, mm-hmm. or um, or even doing PR. Like the one of the reasons why I stopped in PR is I personally am not like I don't find writing fun. And that's okay, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you need those experiences to know what you do and you don't like. Mm-hmm. And so what do you, what are you passionate about to know that, yes, this is something that you want to do. And so my first piece of advice would just be, don't be afraid to go for it. Take that risk and see what comes with it. Um, my next piece of advice would be also ask for help, right? That's why mentorships are mm-hmm. so valuable within this space. It's because you can have one, two, multiple people that you can say, hey, I know that you've been here and you want to work with me as much as I want to work with you. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Always ask questions yeah, because that's how you're going to continue learning. Third, I would say also like expand your community, right? One of the greatest things about this industry is that you can network horizontally rather than vertically and you can rise together Mm -hmm. and i know within my own community i really honed in on that during the earlier states of the um, pandemic and what i did was really just 
talked with people, built genuine connections with folks and mm-hmm. wanted to learn about their passions, wanted to learn why, wanted to learn about what their favorite meal was. Like, it doesn't matter what <laughs> the topic was about. It's really just about knowing people and just build those relationships and know that opportunities will come with it. Awesome. Great wisdom. And last question, any upcoming mm-hmm. goals that you have personally or professionally or anything exciting coming up with your team? Yes, this weekend, we're going to be talking about how to monetize outside of the music industry. We're going to be celebrating Black History Month the following week, then go into A&R panel. So we've, we're going to be covering a lot within <laughs> the music industry and the music side, like the music business side of things. Within my personal goals, one thing that I had to learn how to balance was my work life with my career life. Boundaries are so needed within the space, especially because it is 24-7. Again, things are constant within this space. So I was really happy to finally maintain that balance for myself and get my creative juices flowing. So my personal goal right now is actually building a demo with a songwriter Mm -hmm. and being that demo singer and allowing her to disperse that and seeing if she can connect with other artists. So, um, to continue my passion of singing and helping others in the same space. You're an artist and you can kind of relate to the artists and fans. You engage with them. You help them on a global scale, finding talent for finesse media, but you also Mm -hmm. mentor them and give them wisdom, which other artists, it's kind of hard for them to do have that business side of things. Mm -hmm. So you kind of are very well-rounded, I would have to say. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why it's a difficult balance is because being an artist is a full-time job, right? Like you yes. are your business. <laughs> and so that can be difficult to also have the time and capacity, like the literal mental, physical capacity to pay that forward in separate ways. And so for myself, I know I don't really title myself as an artist, just more so of I love singing. I was mm-hmm. a professional quote-unquote professional fangirl turned professional because (laughs) I started off my first like being very real my first Mm -hmm. real glance into the music industry was when I was in my mom's car listening to the One Direction albums and reading the album notes seeing who was involved in what projects and why that was one of my favorite things to do and that was where my sense of community started building that was when I realized I could also sing and just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So um, going back to like part of the boundaries was also learning to enjoy things for myself. And that includes singing. That includes knowing that community is something that's really important to me. Um, And so now for myself, just continuing that balance and knowing that there are ways to pay it forward while still Mm -hmm. fulfilling my own personal goals and vision for myself that is really great advice i never heard i've interviewed 35 people thus far and they never said Mm -hmm. to pay it forward and that's the biggest tip that anybody could give is to pay it forward to others that are rising Mm -hmm. in this industry whether they are even executives or just people that want to emerge in this industry and finesse is at the forefront of that helping engage fans with artists on a global scale so congrats Mm -hmm. kit kat on all your endeavors thus far and we're going to hop into a quick game since i know you're a one direction fan so you're going to name that song and i'll play it for (laughs) you night changes 
it's yep, nice. Wow, you already got it. <laughs> Next one. Okay. Oh, what makes you beautiful? Too easy. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. I might never be night and shining armor. Oh, I know it. I know it. Wait, wait. Should I play perfect. more? Perfect. Yes. No, no, it's perfect. Yes. I was <laughs> literally it. listening to that this morning. <laughs> to me. I know you've never loved. Little thing. Yep. I'm not even joking. That song made me cry at a One Direction concert. <laughs> I was like, why am I crying? I'm 14. Like, I should be enjoying this. And then last one. Walking in the wind. Yep. Wow. You are a One Direction fan. I am. Actually, fun fact, Walking in the Wind is my favorite One Direction song. You would be like good on Jeopardy for this. Like if they were <laughs> to just have One Direction, you would be like, bam, 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 bam. I would win everything. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Well, thanks for doing this, Kit Kat. All people listening should check out Finesse Media and what Kit Kat is doing in terms of growing this vibrant community within the music industry. They are at the forefront of the intersection of tech, music, and artist management and are now dabbling into journalism to help artists globally. So congratulations on everything that you've accomplished. Just recently graduating, getting this full-time job and interning for a company that's at the forefront of all things within the music industry thank you Forbes and thank you so much for having me on it's been an absolute pleasure to just chat with you and I hope that everyone that listens listen to the rest of the media guru okay (laughs) second I hope that you take away at least one thing from our conversation so thank you Forbes thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the media industry guru podcast Check out the Instagram at Media Industry Guru for all the details on the latest and coolest, I mean coolest, upcoming episodes that you will hear. Email at Media Industry Guru Podcast at gmail.com for any other interviews that you would like to hear. Or if you would like to be on the air and give a little promo or talk about yourself or just even chat with me because, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm invested in this. And tune in weekly, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays on the Anchor app, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and many more streaming platforms. Thanks again for all of the support and peace out and let's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs>